Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the fady un- and unusually frosty uh, uh, moment at which we start talking up the food show. The food show. That's us. We're not trying to show off anything uh, particularly offbeat. But I'll tell you this. Enough people listen to our program that uh, over the last uh, two days, we had this crisis going on with our uh, right in the middle of our broadcasting uh, booth. But it worked out okay this morning, although it took uh, two experts to do it. Uh, and what that told me was we have ex- ex- experts here. So, you know, if you have some, you know that you can get the information you would get about blah, 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 blah. And also we have uh, uh, Mary, <clears throat> excuse me, Mary Ann, who is here, and we'll uh, hear from her at some point in the uh, soon-to-be-managed future. Uh, we Again, back to, the, uh, to uh, our program, we talk about anything you want to do, anything at all. If there's a, a, a dish that you've always wanted to do but you don't know how to make it, or you like the way that popcorn tastes, but uh, if, you, if you do it with some, uh, let's see, a little squirt of uh, extra virgin olive oil, yeah, right over the, right over the top of the... Popcorn. Is that appropriate? Is that something that you would like? You know, we just, uh, I'm just trying to show that we talk about absolutely anything having to do with food and wine and restaurants and cooking and wine and all of that. May I hear from you? 260-6368. 260-6368. Call right now. You'll get right in. Have, oh, you know what? Uh, something else we bring up uh, pretty liberally. Uh, it, can we to do something liberally, if, especially if you <laughs> – I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Marianne is here. Hi. And uh, she is slowly mo- – <clears throat> excuse me – moving over to a vast pit wherein I all am? the – yeah, all the little sheets of paper that come in that we, we use to base some of the things we talk about. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, you know, we've tried that before, and we've also tried doing it with the number four. Uh, with uh, flowing pieces of uh, crackers. Hello, everyone. Hey, how you doing? After a while, I just got to get into the show. We missed you yesterday. I'm sorry that we Me? had such trouble. No, Tom, them. Oh. <laughs> that we had such trouble getting on yesterday. Well, you know what I think? I think that the the phone line situation, remember the day before yesterday when it kept going out? Uh-huh. I wonder if that was the beginning of whatever it was in the line. No, no, no. But I choose to 
um, believe that this is the girl, the, 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 the not the girl world, but the, uh, the things that we're looking for, the things to talk about. We, we do pretty well with it. You know, we, we've been running this program, something different, every single day, 30, how many? Live, every day? We're not goofing off around here. Oh, we're not? Oh, well, sometimes sometimes <laughs> we are. And, and uh, there's always that guy that, no, I better not tell him. Anyway, 260-6368 is the number. Tomorrow is your mom's birthday, Tom. It certainly is. She mm-hmm. is uh, also um, President Washington, mm-hmm. uh, same day. Mm-hmm. And then my mother uh, lives in a class, by, or, or used to mm-hmm. live in a class of her own. She was a wonderful cook. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a 100 print, uh, print uh, Percent? style. No, what she uh, did was New Orleans food. Yep. Yeah, she, uh, she made no... Well, she kind of ma- made you who you are culinarily you know if if i that encounter with my mother on the street and she were to tell somebody else who happened to be in the street uh yeah little tommy here he's really got a, a, a an earnest talent for it and uh everybody would laugh at that because if if you take one look at me and i'm i don't look like a particularly self uh, skillful or good uh guy you know or what do you think uh, I, I wish you had more skill with talking into the mic that's what i wish yeah well you yeah. know how mike is always causing yeah. trouble anyway yeah uh yes i think that that you were a very skinny child for sure but obviously always had a passion for food and a great appreciation for your mom's skill with cooking i know you've always said that anyway she would be 108 tomorrow wow well, <clears throat> she uh Let's see, my, my father would have gotten up to, he, he got up to 1909. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. All right. Let's well. Uh, I would say you can safely call this the Mardi Gras season. I would say that the Mardi Gras season is is coming to a close. This is the last weekend. Although, honestly, oh, that's it, a seemed, big chunk. it seemed to me like the parades that, I seem to recall two full weekends of heavy parading with a week in between before we got to this weekend here. Not two weekends, but this would be the second weekend of heavy parading. And it seems to me, and I I know this is just my imagination, that the parade schedule seemed a little lighter this year. I don't know why. Well, let's put the word out on that and see if anybody well, it's, goes it's, for it. It's, but I have another idea kind of related to that that uh, would be kind of interesting to explore a, a little bit. Um, the uh, I've been saying for this for a long about I've been saying this for a long time. Uh, it seems to me, in a city like this, we have this heritage of, of great food, uh, specifically a, a, a certain. Uh, Things that genre would, of food, yeah, that you would find anywhere else but here. And if you go out into the streets, uh, in the in around the places where the parades are going, do you find uh, uh, the things like uh, boudin and uh, the sausage things that you get get into, uh, even uh, fried seafood? And there's all kinds of things you could conceivably buy 
at, of, at a... Um, you know what I find kind of interesting? There's no, a lot of me. places, well, not a lot, but a few places this weekend, starting probably today, which will have sort of window service for people who are eating and drinking. And I don't know, maybe they've had it forever, but I haven't seen much of it. Of course, I'm not much of a parade goer, but um, but the young the youngsters are um are having a lot of window service and to go drink service and all that. We'll have that in nomenu.com on Monday. Also, starting Monday, I believe it's Monday, yeah. through mm-hmm. March. Monday through March. This has been completely mm-hmm. confusing to me because I'm a not very smart. Um, not as smart as I used to be. Worthy. Seaworthy is having what they're calling the Lundy Craw. The Lundy Craw. So on Mondays, it's boiled crawfish at Seaworthy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's a couple of fun things that are starting to happen uh, as we get into the final weekend of Mardi Gras and Mardi Gras looming up. Are we going to Crescent City? Uh, this year? Mm-hmm. I, I, it looks like we are. Yeah. Well, I, although I'm not positive. I mean, I can't imagine a Mardi Gras without Crescent City for you. Me, me either. No. No. Uh, and I've been going with you the last few years, and I just I love Krasna over there and her son. Yeah. And I'm, I'm uh, going to have to uh, get on 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 the ball here and and, and make sure we well to make sure that we are playing. I it. think I think that they automatically hold a table for you every year, Tom. Well, they have been. If anyone for quite wants a while. to join us, give us a call or send an email to Tom at nomenu.com. Yeah. We usually kind of try to put together a table of people at Crescent City around two or three. Is it in the afternoon? Yeah, it starts coming in usually about one, so. one to two. That's when we start seeing yeah. a lot of them. Yeah. And then it keeps on going to about uh, six o'clock, and then it really gets fired up again. And there's a lots of uh, there are a lot of people lining up and getting it uh, that night that night yeah that, uh-huh. but it's it's more mid and and late afternoon than uh-huh yeah. uh, but well, if, mardi gras over after rex now right there's no comus yeah no comus nothing and not, nothing came back to take its place right can i, can I uh, report on one the last time i saw comus the last time you saw comus sounds like a song tom yeah i and we ought to maybe make something out of that but here's what here's what happened. Uh, I I had that year written uh, an ag, uh, something for New Orleans magazine mm-hmm. in which I told people uh, that uh, it was uh, the end of the the carnival season, which it was. I mean, it was the last parade. Yeah. Once once you had been uh, to uh, Comus, it was over. Which was the lamest parade ever. Yeah. Well, Ever. What what I was doing is that I over a period of uh, a, a, a full a day, mm-hmm. uh, I was keeping track of all the places all the places I went, and I was walking around, and I was out on the streets for a full twenty four hours. Okay. And I was writing up all this into uh, into an article, and then we got to Comus, and I realized this is it. This is the end of this big project I've put on myself for the rest of the day. And uh, so I went to the parade. Mm-hmm. It was a smaller uh, float than you usually saw. 
you know, it was classic. It was it the is. lamest parade ever. Well, yeah, I, if you want to say that, you can I mean, say it that. is. <laughs> but, I want to say it because it's true. But uh, but my, my favorite moment in this mm-hmm. uh, was, so I'm walking to Comus, and this is going to be the last time I see Comus for this year. Little did I know that it would be the last for that year. Period. and every, right, from yeah. that From then on. Uh, but uh, there it was in the back of the uh, of the uh, float float and they had gotten to uh, and and the the theme was uh, all about uh, the uh, it's the the things that the thing the the Greek people uh, who uh, are very well known in terms of uh, People they 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 knew and you're waiting out, Tom, about to fall into that hole. Yeah, I'm almost that whole uh-huh. uh, 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 float, and then it went away and it sort of went forward from my uh, uh, mm-hmm. part uh, portion, and it disappeared. But the uh, the, the the mythology <laughs> of this was to make it exactly. Uh, Doug, the, you are listening. It's uh, Tom. That it, was painful. I don't even I'm, remember I'm sorry. where we started. I don't even remember yeah. where we started at, on at, that. At the end, I, I have I, something that I wanted to talk about, which is going to be a cliffhanger. Oh, good. Um, and it's uh, someone sent me this, and I, I just am going to have such fun with it. Doug, do we have my soapbox music? <laughs> Because we really need some soapbox music for me to get up on my soapbox. Because this would definitely be one of those things. Someone sent me a Condé Nast Traveler article entitled, The 30 Best Restaurants in New Orleans, written by a millennial Brit, and the... The list is amusing. Oh. <laughs> Let me give you the first tip. Mr. B's is not on it. Mr. B. Mr. B's Mr. is not B's. on a list of the 30. Mr. B's did oh. not make the cut of the 30 best restaurants in New Orleans. Is it that thing and that came Tom, up? And Tom, I have to say that you probably haven't even heard of half of them. What? I was going to ask because there was something that came out in one of uh, one of the people from a magazine who sent off a list of their 50 or, or, or what. Uh-huh. I don't know. No? This was this was something someone sent to me and they probably knew that that they would enjoy me getting up very noisily on my soapbox and uh and um they braying i should say 2606368 i will have that list as soon as i find it and hopefully through the news when we come yeah, back yeah you know i i uh, i saw the article in uh, whatever magazine it was and uh I, I couldn't find anything. They they yeah. they didn't. Yeah. Two six zero six three six eight. You're listening us. to WWL one oh five point three FM H D two. There you are. This is Tom Fitzmorris with the Food Show. And it's great to have you with us uh, talking about eating, drinking, restaurants and cooking. I, I kind of fell into a, a hole there as I was talking about the last uh, parade float in um, ever. 
for Comus. This was in the 19, 19 to late seventies. And yeah, I think so, Tom. I think so. I, I would, I'm going to look it up. Well, but the, wait, the last grading because of that controversy, right? I guess so. Yeah, and that would have been. I think I think the kids were around then, so this well, would have yeah, been yeah. this would have been the 90s actually. All right, so can I get to this list? Sure. Fire we'll find away. it entertaining. All right, go. My first question. And I had to look the guy up. My first question after I read this list was, how old is he? And I knew immediately that we were talking about Your someone shoes, right? who is probably uh, got a card-carrying member of the club, as I call it. Okay, Maypop. 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 Yep. <clears throat> Bywater American Bistro. <clears throat> Willa Jean. Willie. Commander's yeah. Palace is yeah. the only Grand Dame-ish one on the list. Herb Saint. Mm-hmm. Dookie Chase. These are on the 60? This is the 30 best 30. restaurants in New Orleans. Wow. Cochon. That's pretty fair, uh, dry. Uh, La Petite pickings, Grocery. Uh-huh. Compare La Pan. I knew that one had to be there. Pesh. <laughs> another one that had to be there. N7. Couvent, Sylvain, Cavan, of course. Mm -hmm. Now, now bear in mind, Mr. B's is not on this list, but Cavan is. That is strange. Paladar 511, Dory's Metropolitan, Mofo, Emeralds, one of the, you know, one of the big guns here did He's make the list, but three only here, three or four. Uh, only around. that one. Mm -hmm. Killer Po Boys. Killer Po Boys. Ralph's on the Park made the list. Molly's Rise and Shine, ladies and gentlemen. Molly's Rise and Shine is one of the 30 best restaurants in New Orleans. Conversely, Mr. B's is not, nor is Antoine's, Arno's, Broussard's, Two Jack's, or Gay. Well, you know, Louis they, they don't know better. It's it's sad. A Chafalaya. Mm-hmm. G.W. Finns made the list. Toops Meadery. Kin. Longway Tavern. Where's that? A long way. I know that. But uh, for the club, Turkey and the Wolf. Am I cutting out? Because Tom is, is moving around. Tom, what, stop what moving. Okay. Restaurant Revolution made the list. I didn't notice that the first time. Costera. And that's it. Well, it's a pretty uh, good place with a very interesting So name. that's the 30 best restaurants in New they, Orleans in Condé Nast Traveler. They should check their contributors a little bit better. What? Well, that I was about to say what you just said. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I read Obviously, it. the standards are a little lower for Condé Nast now. Go ahead. What? I, I, uh, I always read those things. Mm -hmm. I don't expect to find much, and I usually do mm -hmm. find very little. 
but uh, you got to have them or else it has no credibility whatsoever. You can't have every restaurant be a great place. It doesn't sound right. Well, I think that obviously it's a matter of opinion, and it's a question of whose opinion it is. But I think there are certain things that people can always agree on. I mean, I would imagine, like, does anyone think smoking is good for you, for example? <laughs> you know what I mean? There, there, there are. are. Um, I think that this list is pretty much a matter of where you're coming from, but this is definitely not um, a list that we would agree with. This is the this is part of the culinary revolutionaries. This that's the list. Well, anyway, they, they they were looking for it anyway, and they they found it, but they found the wrong things. Uh, well, I mean, they're not looking for the things that we're yeah. looking for. Yeah, they're looking about. for the mission statements, the sustainability, the, the worst thing you can do. Well, I don't know about worse, but because in their mind it's the best thing, but it's not traditional. You know, it's not about food that tastes good. This this list is not about food that tastes good. It's about other stuff. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Now, we have been alleged to be cutting out. Who's who's cutting, me or her? Or? You, Tom, because you don't sit still. It's me? Stop stop moving. Okay. Yeah. All right. 260-6368 is the number. Yes, good restaurant report from yeah. last night. I, uh, uh, you, and, uh, you and I... Yes, with uh, great difficulty. With great difficulty. <laughs> uh, Poor forks and corks. Yeah, could be. Yeah, they've been they've been toiling away in that adorable little bubble known as Terabella, which is growing by fifty percent every time we go there. Mm. Wow! But the bridge has been out to get to it. It's been really and hard to to drive in and back through there. It's creepy. I mean, at, at night. Tom is easily frightened. <laughs> well, well, no, really. After dark. It's just a dark country road, Tom. That's what it is. But for it's only still, about a mile. And I've always liked it. Uh huh. But it is. It's what forks and corks. Forks and corks. Yeah. Well, I mean, they say that the bridge is going to be done in March. But anyway, it was really it was interesting to be there. We haven't been there in a very long time, primarily because the bridge has been out, and um. And so, you know, it, it, when you make things hard for people, it's, well, they, don't like it, it. They, don't, they don't bother, generally that, yeah. speaking. So I called up when we got to the bridge, and it was out. I called up to see. I figured they had to still be open. So she directed me on how to get there. And obviously there's another back way into Terabella, which does not include that road and the bridge, and that's how people get in and out. But um, we had a very nice meal. Yep. Robert Vasquez is in the kitchen now. He is, and he can uh, really talk to you about food. Robert Vasquez is really unique in that he's probably the only the only chef yeah. that I've ever known who is able to make food. Robert Vasquez is not really, he's, he's someone who doesn't, like Pat Gallagher, for example. Uh-huh. Yeah. You always talked about Pat Gallagher, who unapologetically makes 
lusty food. It's swimming in butter and cream, and it's all about how much it pleases your taste buds and warms your soul. And it does all that. Okay, so Robert Robert Vesquez Mm -hmm. has always been about food that is healthy, but he makes it delicious. Mm, mm, uh, you're absolutely he, right. He has sort of this unique gift of making food that is healthy something you really, really want to eat. And what else he does are these kind of rich dishes. Uh, one of them, I'm just l- writing a few of but them. But they're down. not rich in the usual ways. Like he was talking about his gumbo, which is not a roux. It is made using the natural starches yeah. in vegetables. That was different. And thickened that way. It was, it, I find his food fascinating. I do. I really do. Well. You had mussels, though. Nice mussels. I did have mussels because they were on the menu. and uh, As a special. <clears throat> as a, That's right. They were mm-hmm, special. They were special. So I went over there and, uh, and checked into it, and it turns out they really did. They were just the right size. I think I got about 50 of them or maybe more than that. And that about did it for me. You know, mussels uh, carry a pretty good long distance. Uh, I know you love mussels, and I was happy to see that they were special on the menu. They were in his paella. He has a paella. Dramatically different. Robert Vesquez, if you – What? We've been told breaking, to watch ourselves. Breaking, breaking. Okay, I'm just sitting here, Tom. You're the one that's moving. Um, <laughs> Robert Vasquez yep. has taken over as the corporate chef for the Pardo's brand. Pardo's, Forks and Corks, mm-hmm. and the place in downtown Covington, Pepe's, Pepe's, which is Mexican. We talked about all of those all night long last night. Yeah, he came over to visit, and it was nice to talk yeah. to him. But but um, he's changing the food in all of them. He's already done it at Pardo's. He's now done it at Forks and Corks. And the menu is dramatically different and much beefed up from the last time we were at, at uh, Forks and Corks. And now he's about to set to work on Pepe's, where he's going to be elevating that into like a gourmet Sonoran yeah, Mexican. Yeah, that, that's uh, a funny little restaurant there, but they're always right in the middle of it. And, it is. Uh, but, but I would yeah. love to see it become something, like yeah, really something. I'm always looking for He said for no more $2 Tuesday tacos. He's going to really, really beef it up to something much more gourmet and i'm excited to see what he's going to do he actually has that background he is from arizona and uh it should come naturally to him but he said mexican food is the food he doesn't like to cook Hmm. he said if i can't make it as good as my mother did then i don't want to make it well you have to start but i so i would imagine that his mother was a home cook and apparently the family has a chain of Mexican restaurants in Arizona, mm-hmm. but um, I have a few of them here. Oh no, no, that's the mother. Not, Excuse me. Yeah, not his, not his mother. But any, she's passed away anyway. But um, 
but his his siblings have this chain of restaurants and he wants to cook much more upscale than what they do and so it's going to be interesting to see what changes he brings to Pepe's. Mm. 2606368 we'll talk more about the meal when we return you're listening to WWL 105.3 mm-hmm. FM HD2 mm-hmm. we are back Welcome back. You are on the Food Show on 105.3 FM HD2. Well, you're not on the Food Show unless you call 260-6368. Anyway, we went to Forks and Corks, and we are talking about our uh, meal last night. I did get the gumbo. I did get it. It was very light looking. It was light. I usually like a darker gumbo. Okay? Mm -hmm. I like a darker gumbo. It was so thick that you could stand a spoon up in it. I didn't try it, but it had that look that it, you could. And both of these things were definitely off-putting to me, but it was really good. Mm. It had a great flavor. I love it when you say, really good. It had a great flavor. Although I didn't do it very well. It also would indicate that some big bad guy would just about to thoroughly punch me into a corner. So... uh uh, it, it's great when it's really delish and nice. It is. How's that? Yeah. Okay, we got away is. with it. <laughs> I think. And I don't know what vegetables he cooked into a starch to make it very thick, but it was good and really spicy and overloaded. I mean, there's really no such thing, but really, really loaded with sausage and chicken and I loved it. It was it was a good soup. Uh, I think that the one that they used to have, at, at, I might prefer at better. Forks and corks. Yeah, uh-huh. but I think that this. I, I will tell you that I would choose this one over that one because it's flourless. It's it's a healthy version of gumbo, and it was delicious. So why not? You know. Then I got the burger. Which is well, of course you do. Brisket, because you know who. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I had a real tough time choosing something from the menu. That is not a problem I used to have at Forks and Corks, but it was a lot of stuff on the menu and a lot of it that looked really appealing, and I had kind of a tough time narrowing it down. I went for the burger just because. I'm the Burger Queen, and uh, I wanted to see what he was doing. It's a brisket burger. A brisket burger? Yeah, it was very light. That's an interesting idea. And it was uh, cheese. I chose cheddar. It it was perfectly dressed. I had a lot of um, pickles, as I requested. It came with fries, which I have to say I would have preferred that they be frozen fries. Now, that's quite a statement to say I would rather have frozen fries. These fries were very dark. They were limp. I didn't even try one of them. They were that unappealing. I feel like if you can't make fresh-cut fries in the order of, say, Bar Francis, which is golden brown and... There, there. To me, that's my favorite fresh cut fry out there right now, Bar Francis. But if you're not gonna do fresh cut fries well, 
don't do them. Bear, oh, where is uh, Bear? Bar Francis, Bar Francis is, is right on, across. Wait, 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 wait don't uh, make me guess. It's on Ferret Street. Yeah, it's right across from Acropolis. <clears throat> oh, so I'm, Big Sal Al is on the phone. Big Let's Al is no, on the phone. Not, not Big Al, Sal. Oh, Big Sal. Oh, Big, Big Al, I'm wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, you know. Hello. Wait, we have Doug Al. Doug is scowling. If only I could see him. I think him. we have Al. We have Big Al, yes. Hey. Al, welcome. Yeah, it's Al, not Sal, Al. <laughs> Al. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, okay. Um, so I wanted to tell you, um, I finally made it to Bowrose today for lunch. Uh, at where? It was out Bowrose, Catfish. Oh, Barrows. Uh-huh. Oh, Barrows, yeah. Barrows, Barrows Fade In. No, not Fade Shady In. No, it's not even Shady In anymore. It's just no? Barrows Catfish. Nope. Well, it's good. Did you did you think so? Right. I thought good. it was outstanding. I thought the service was great. Um, it was more more than I expected, is what I'm saying. So the um, guy who uh, the guy who originated it back in the 1940s, believe it or not. Oh, really? A, and his uh, his father started it on Oak Oval. Uh, Earhart. Oh, Earhart. And it was really, uh, at that point... They like were, half a block off Earhart. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, so, anyway, they... Um, uh, I've been trying to get there. I finally did get there about a month ago. Uh, but they yeah. they had a, their own little community there, and it was getting nicer and nicer and nicer without getting to be expensive. And right in the middle of it had uh, all of this great catfish, which was fried on the premises all the time and fr- f- uh, fresh catfish yeah all right Good so fish. what did you what did yeah. you think about it al i saw it mm-hmm. i thought it was outstanding i thought the catfish were great nice and hot prepared to order the uh, potato salad it had a little spice in it it was a little it wasn't too much it wasn't too little i usually put crystals on my potato salad but i didn't have to do that because it was just the right little kick to the potato salad and it was just a wonderful lunch wonderful service and um can't say enough about it good recommendation was it crowded in there it was i thought it was very crowded they had a very looked like a 12 top that was not seated but every other table was taken Mm -hmm. is it is it fast casual not really uh, it, it, I guess you could say it's that, but uh, yeah. it, it takes a little too long to be called it fast. But the reason they're long is that they're doing everything to order, yeah. and they, they've got a good hook on it. Yeah, it's a much I, smaller I place than the other one, I think. What, Al? Oh, yes. Yeah, it, it, it took me about, I was by myself now, but it took me about 30 minutes from start to finish, which I didn't think was bad at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, now on the menu, is there anything with the fried catfish other than potato salad? Yeah, I I believe. I think there's French fries. Okay. Mm -hmm. French fries, and um, I don't recall. I think there's another choice. But what really, there's lunch specials Monday through Thursday, not Friday. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the lunch specials are a little bit less expensive on Monday through Friday. And there's red beans and rice on Mondays. Mm-hmm. Yum yum. But if you go to always was yeah, good. Right. But if you go to a catfish house, <coughs> you go to a catfish house, you eat catfish, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. why not? I mean, uh, when when catfish is good, it's really really good. And I think lately, 
catfish that I get in restaurants has just gotten better and better and better and better to the point where a couple of people are telling me it can't be true, but it is true. Yeah. Well, good. Well, and I'm I didn't ask, to go over there. I didn't ask where he got his catfish. Yeah, I didn't know where, I didn't ask him where he got his catfish from. It, I don't know if it was the almonds or not. Um, well, I think you, know, you can um, really tell the difference in the taste in des almonds. Did it taste like des almonds, or did it taste like farm-raised catfish, which is what most people use? There wasn't any it almonds like on farm- there at anyway. <laughs> yeah. I, Hello. The, Hello. The, it tasted like like pond catfish, but it was it was great. The best catfish, des almond catfish I know about is Allings Bistro, which you know is outstanding, and he's got. Is almond catfish all all the time. Wait, yeah, wait, what's... Uh, Orleans Bistro. You know what? I have to say that I I have oh, determined okay. that I prefer the milder flavor of a farm raised catfish to the wild catfish. I think it tastes I think it tastes wild and gamey. Particularly uh, at Orleans Bistro, that's where I decided I didn't like it. So, so, you so, you, like so if you can taste the difference, then you should be able to tell yep. if Barrows is is the farm raised or not. It's, it was I think definitely it's a mild solid. fish. <clears throat> it's oh, very distinct. Definitely. It, yeah. It, um, and and there's another question. one. Uh, I was going to ask you one. Um, Vera's. You know, do you ever go to the North Shore? For any reason? Oh, yeah, I live over here. Yeah, I oh, live okay, over here well, so do I. This is uh, sort of halfway between Mandeville and uh, Covington, Covington. Uh, on Highway 59. And uh, it's Vera's, which is a rebirth of the Vera's that used to be over by that big shopping mall in Slidell. And before that, he was he and his family had uh, everything. It is still in the shopping mall in Slidell. It is? There are two locations now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they were uh, they're doing that, and uh, also now these days they have uh, uh, a lot of they have the oysters down there. The they? oysters, yeah. And uh, this is the rebirth, really, of the of Vera's, uh, and uh, a lot of people. It used to be out on the lake. Yeah, it uh, was a great looking building. Yeah, and they, I love the yeah. uh, the name of uh, the name of. Wait a minute. This, it was a great-looking building. Yeah. Have you been to the Vera's up in uh, near Covington, Abita? I have, yeah. No, I. But, but it just recently opened, right? I mean, it hasn't been there that long. Is that correct? Yeah, it hasn't been there that long. A little more since the Fourth of July. Probably six. Uh, oh, has it been that's, that long? That's, I know they they opened on that day. It oh was wow. Middendorf. No, that's Middendorf. You're talking about Middendorf. I was huh? talking about Middendorf. No, he's talking well, about who are you Vera's. Talking to? We're talking about Vera's. Well, that's what. Last I'm couple of months. Okay. Ago, last couple of months. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. I'd say yeah. last couple of months, so, enough. like so, four months. Okay. So I got, a, I got, a, I got, I got two, uh, an, one more comment. We oh. made it through Trinash, um, Trinash um, mm-hmm. Wednesday night, and you know I think Trinash is is terrific. I mean, crawfish pie, I think, is the best crawfish. Their oysters. I mean, if you're an oyster lover, you have to visit it. I mean, and and their oysters will only. During happy hour, okay, we're only nine dollars a dozen raw. Yeah, that's an outstanding place. It's aptly named. It's uh, it's named for the little, the little pathways through the high grass in the marsh, and um, and and it it's just so Louisiana. 
I mean, it's actually they're out of Florida, oh. but but uh, the, yeah, yeah. I, I would never thought that. that. It, yeah, There's a place called Stinky's Fish Camp. Yeah, yeah, they came out of on 30A in Florida. Yep. And that was their original location. And now, and now they've got several. Uh, and now they are uh, over they, at the. The place in the Intercontinental Hotel, which is terrific. Have you? Have, are you familiar with Stinky's Fish Camp? Me? No, no but, no, but no. there's a drink on the menu. Stinky, there's a stinky drink on uh-huh. the menu, and I was uh-huh. wondering, I said, why would somebody call a drink a stinky drink? And now I don't know, but but do they have any? Uh, Dr. Nutt over there. That's what I'm really looking for. Yeah, that's what you're looking for yeah. now. No, Stinky's Fish no, Camp, no, and and they, those guys really know what they're doing. That's a really good restaurant. Yep. Yeah. Well, we've covered well, a lot they, of property. They come out with a. They come out what? with a. They got a log of um, oysters. This thing comes out. It's about three feet long, and it's terrific. There's three dozen oysters on it. All yeah, kind of I mean, different. You, you know, you can go there and get twelve uh, different oysters in one one meal. It's it's good stuff. It's incredible. very good stuff, for sure. So, so then we, so the next day we went across the street to Luke's for um, breakfast, and that was outstanding. We had a, mm-hmm. I couldn't say enough about Luke's. Um, I got the shrimp and grits, and it was oh, absolutely the, the, wonderful. Luke's on on uh, Poitras. No, it's right no? off Poitras on, on St. Charles. Um, were there any people in there? Because the last time we were there, there were no people in there. Yeah, and it's, had, it's surprising because it's really a quite good, I think. No? Yeah. I have no was, other takers? Very good. Yeah. Very, was very there good. Any? I thought it was very good. No, it was not crowded. They had, um, I think, three oh. other tables. Oh. Okay. <laughs> three other tables. Uh-huh. Three other tables. So I have a question uh-huh. for y'all. All right, ask. Um, Baco Bar closed down. Baco Bar yeah. closed down. Mm-hmm. And... Another restaurant is it Payne? Is that what it's called? Higher Provisions. Took it. Yeah. Have you been there? Yes. Any got, comments? This this uh, this got past me one way or another. Where is this? You've been there several times with me, Tom. Uh, Higher Provisions is a really interesting place, and usually when you say interesting, that means bad. That's not bad. It's just interesting. It's a it's an eclectic menu and I I think I think it's kind of really fascinating. I want to see how that menu evolves. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd like to if see you that. Want, too. If you want okay. more, you have to ask specific questions. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, well. It, it, it appears to me. It appears to me. I have not been there. It's right around the corner from my house. Okay. And I haven't been there, but it seems like they haven't identified with. You know, it looks like it's a smokehouse, but it's really not a smokehouse. And this is what I'm saying. You know, it's a barbecue it's, place. It's everything. The menu. Okay. The guy. The guy is a vet. Okay. Who lived in something like thirty countries where he picked up elements of all of those cultures. It's not, it's not, I I don't know that I would call it global, because if you're going to do global on the North Shore, 
you maybe need your head examined. But um, it's right. it's heavy on the it, pyre is is fire. It so it's like right. it's it's yeah so it's it's centered right. around that, and everything has something to do with that. You should definitely go. You should go and call us after, and and I'd like to hear your opinion okay. of it. I find it a really really interesting place, and every time I go, I get something different. And I would say that I like it. I'm not wild about it, but I'm intrigued by it. If that makes any sense. Well, that's that's a good thing because we're all we're not all looking at the same uh, stuff. Yeah. In every in same, same restaurant. Yeah. yeah, you should go go and uh, your mission, Al, is to go and call us and tell us what you think of it. I'll, I will do that. I have one other comment, okay? If, if, if you want me to shut up, I'll... No, <laughs> go ahead. I no, got one anything, other uh, at the, at the okay. end of the... Tom, I want to shut up, but not you. Go ahead. Oh, well. <clears throat> okay. Well, I can talk now. I know I have to get off the air. I understand that. <laughs> See you later. Thank you. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Stay here. The, um, so, so at the end the of these... In- the, the end of a, Tom, when two people are talking, it's usually you. Okay, so let's let him finish what he's saying. Go ahead, Al. So Taste of Covington's doing, do, yeah, Taste of Covington is doing something different this year. Some of the restaurants, you know, they usually have one week where they have a seating for all the different restaurants. They're mm-hmm. actually doing two. Some of them are doing two seatings, all, or are they doing seatings throughout the month. So I think that's really good. Um, you know, because it's always a great time, and um, it, that starts, that's going to start the first week of April in Covington. So, Yeah, we'll be getting a press release. We'll have something in no menu about it. All right, yeah. Al. Okay. Well, good. Okay. Thank you. Well, thank you all. Thanks for listening to me. All right. Thanks, Thanks for calling. <laughs> nice hearing from you. Well, there's a lot going on out there. Yes, there is. It's the food show. Uh, you know what? We it, it might be worthwhile to start on our own lists and uh, go in for your ten or your fifteen or w- whatever it is, and we'll bring it on you on uh, on a, you know in coming events. I was like that. I was going to uh, I was going to say if you had something to slip in the place of Molly's rise and shine. What would that be? Molly's Rise and Shine? Yes, yes. It's oh, oh, I see. There, we don't know if that even exists. No, right? no, it does. Oh, it does? It does. All right. <laughs> uh, it doesn't exist to you. And the, and the point You're of, not the right age. The, and the, but just to give you a little clue, Yeah. you know how you get these things? You get these things that you put on tables if you order as a fast casual? Yeah. And then you get a number like we did at Lola a couple of days ago. You get a number and you put it on the table. Mm-hmm. And then yep. the person delivering the food knows to deliver it to your table. At Molly's Rise and Shine, it's a trophy. A trophy? It's a trophy. My, my. You know how the kids used what, to all get trophies? What it's color is it? What? How, t- how tall is it? Is it this big? It's like, you know, like the trophies that our kids used to get for participating. Mm-hmm. In the in the era of trophies as participation, they're still out there. I've got quite a few. <laughs> well, they've got a lot of them at my, Molly's Rise and Shine. That 
That should give you an idea of what we're talking about here. 2606368 is the number. I remember I went over there with my brother once. We were going to go to breakfast. And I, I met him, and he Where? got, my brother got there first. Where? Molly's Rise and Shine. Oh, mm-hmm. And he got there first, and I I walked in, and he greeted me with, look, do you really have to eat here? Because, like, I don't, I don't think I can. <laughs> the guy said that, or you did? My brother said that. Oh. And I said, uh, oh, really? Why? Because I really have to kind of look. I have, and then I looked at the menu, and I went, I'm with you. Let's go. I'll meet you at Toast. And that's, <laughs> and that's what we did. 260-6368 is the number. We are talking about the usual food. But uh, I started off the show on my soapbox because there is a list of the, quote, 30 best restaurants in New Orleans on Condé Nast Traveler. And it is written by someone who is uh, from Britain. <laughs> so so that's, you know, that's suspicious right there. And, um, and I looked him up just for yucks because I knew he couldn't possibly be over 35 tops. And, uh, and, and, and he was, I mean, unless he looks really great for his age. Uh, but, but the list is, I find it hysterically funny. Mr. B's is not on it, but Molly's Rise and Shine is. Where is Molly's Rise and Shine? Do you know where Magazine Poor Boys was on Magazine Street? Do you remember that you know, place? No, I've heard it's, about it's, it, but it's I've never actually. It's deep in the Garden District. It might even be in the LGD. Which huh. is the new hip way of saying lower garden district. Uh-huh. Um, ah, okay. But it's uh, it's I, I don't I'm I think it's it's maybe a couple of blocks west of Jackson if I'm thinking correctly. But mm-hmm. it it used to be something called Magazine Poor Boys. It's oddly enough I in the same building that, where but... my parents had their mm. first date. Oh gosh. Do you, yeah. do you ever get them to, uh, to spill the goods on that? Well, they're both passed away, so, oh, okay. I, so I, I got everything out of them I was going to get out of them. But, uh, but I do remember taking my mother there when she was, uh, like, not far from death. And uh, it was magazine Poor Boys at the time. I don't know what it was back in that day. Anyway, we will be back after the top of the hour news. You're listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.